What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. As always, your host, Matty A. There is a big storm brewing in commercial real estate, and many people are concerned that it could lead to a complete meltdown and potentially cripple the economy. Or this could also be fake news and a lot of people just trying to get some headlines. That being said, in today's episode, I'm going to break this all down and I'm going to share with you specifically where distress is building in the commercial real estate sector, when the dominoes might actually start falling, and ultimately how this impacts you, how this impacts the economy as a whole, and most importantly, where the silver lining is and how you can take advantage of these kinds of opportunities. Because in times of distress, there are always massive opportunities. And this next season of real estate investing is going to create a lot of new millionaires and make many existing ones a whole lot richer. And if you fall into either of those camps, I want you to at least have access to this data. Numbers don't lie. People do. Headlines do. And they ultimately just want to pull you in for clicks and attention. But that being said, there's some real stuff going on here that we're going to unpack in today's episode And before we dive in, I just want to let you know, I created a full YouTube video on this. So what you're hearing here today is going to be posted on my YouTube channel, which you'll get to see a lot more of that data visually up on the screen. So be sure to head over to my YouTube channel if you want to watch it um, and, and subscribe there so you never miss another video on real estate investing and personal finance. And of course, if you're not subscribed to the podcast and you enjoy the audio version, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you enjoy anything that I share on the podcast, all I ask is if it impacts you in a positive way, and if it impacts your life, your business, your bank account, take two seconds, leave a review. It means the world to me in an honest review, right? Um, on iTunes or being uh, sure to head over to uh, millionermindcast.com and leave us a review on the website as well. And just know that we got all kinds of great resources and things available, updated on the website now at millionermindcast.com, all new stuff in the store. We've got the Rich Life Planners, the new ones officially in the physical copies, not just the digital version, in and available for sale. For those of you looking to take your productivity, your scheduling, your habit tracking to another level, that is what I use, my famous and uh, and most importantly, the tool, right? The, the, the Rich Life Planner that really has helped me and thousands of other people who have purchased it. So you can check that out. And of course, Don't forget to take advantage of your free financial x-ray with Ryan and his team. If you have a financial portfolio that you want somebody to go through with a fine-tooth comb, that is completely free for all our Millionaire Mindcast listeners just by texting the word x-ray to 844-447-1555. And if you're a credit investor, you want to get on my deals list to get notified of investment opportunities that I put out to my community and only my community got to be on that list deals to 844-447-1555. That being said, I don't want to waste any more time. Let's dig into today's episode on the trillion dollar meltdown and the next big real estate domino to crash. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer 
and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers, leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this Deep Sales, and LinkedIn has built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. Oh, baby, there's a big storm brewing in commercial real estate, and the next domino is about to fall. Now, will this lead to a complete meltdown like many people are are concerned about, or is this just fake news? Let's break it down in today's video. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Matty A, back on the channel. In today's video, we're going to unpack just how big this commercial real estate meltdown could be and when the dominoes might start falling. But more specifically, how does this impact you? How does this impact the economy as a whole? And where is the silver lining in this? And how can you take advantage of the opportunities that are going to come as a result? Because we all know in times of distress, there are always massive opportunities. And this next season of real estate investing is going to create a lot of new millionaires, hopefully you, and it's going to make many existing ones a whole lot richer. Now, before we jump in, make sure you hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on all things real estate investing and personal finance and smash that like button. Let the YouTube gods know there's some value being shared in this video on this channel. And if you have any questions for me at all, drop those in the comment section. And don't forget to check out all of the links and resources we have available for you down below. So as we all know, inflation is running hot. Interest rates are at decade highs. Vacancies are rising. Rents are starting to soften. Demand is slowing down. And lending in recent months has significantly tightened up, really leading to some major distress building up in certain commercial real estate sectors. You've got big financial institutions like Morgan Stanley saying price crashes are coming. That could be far worse than the great financial crisis. You got economists and financial leaders like Elon Musk noting here his concerns over the looming debt issue that many commercial investors and banks are going to have to deal with on the near horizon. And many are beginning to sound the alarm on what could lead to a major blow-off top in commercial real estate and the crippling effects that could have on our economy as a whole. Now, if you're not familiar with what that term is, a blow-off top in commercial real estate refers to a rapid and unsustainable increase in property values followed by a sudden and steep decline. And how do we get to that point? Well, honestly, it's the current scenario that we see playing out right in front of us. A blow-off top is usually set up like this. Investors become increasingly confident in the value of commercial real estate and where it's headed which leads to a surge in what? Demand for that type of product. And as a result, we see prices rise. At the same time, the demand generally leads to a cycle of increased borrowing and increased lending with investors and banks 
taking on increasingly riskier investments along the way as the market rises, an attempt for everyone to capitalize on the high returns and the values they see in that particular sector of commercial real estate until it peaks out. Eventually, the market becomes overextended like we've seen as of late. And as demand begins to wane, investors start to get more cautious and more concerned. They begin hoarding their cash, waiting on the sidelines for things to settle down. And as a result, property values then begin to decline, which ultimately leads to a steep drop in prices that buyers are willing to pay. Because let's be honest, no one wants to enter the market and catch a falling knife, right, while it's still trying to find a new bottom. And when buyers stop buying or vacancies start increasing or rents start softening up or lenders stop lending, as this plays out, this is where distress begins to mount and the dominoes begin to line up and slowly begin to fall. When a blow-off top in commercial real estate happens, it can not only lead to a widespread loss of confidence in the market and a decrease in investment activity, it can also have a ripple effect on the much broader economy, particularly if it leads to a wave of defaults on commercial real estate loans and a decline in lending activity, all of which we are seeing the beginning signs of right now. So let's break that down real quick and see where the distress is building, when the dominoes are predicted to start falling, and what kinds of opportunities might present themselves as a result. First, let's get out of the way where the distress is not building. Single family real estate. If you're waiting for single-family real estate to crash, the bottom to fall out, well, you're going to be waiting for a very long time. Because according to Yardani research, homeowners nationwide have $31 trillion in equity in their homes. That's the most ever on record historically. And even with high interest rates, inventory is still 50% lower than the pre-pandemic levels in 2019, which back then was still very low. And we're at half of that. Now, demand is still strong, even with higher interest rates, which has led to property values holding relatively steady in most markets around the country, and even in some still increasing. Yes, things will soften a bit, but overall, I don't expect there to be really any major distress in the single-family housing market. And if and when times do get tough, inventory is still so low with supply, demand is still very strong, people can put their houses on the market and ultimately weather some of those storms. Where the main distress is building is in commercial real estate. Now, as I'm sure you know, there are many commercial real estate sectors. You have office and retail, apartment buildings, hotels, healthcare, industrial warehouses, self-storage, manufacturing facilities, F&B establishments. You got amusement parks, recreation, religious buildings. The list goes on and on and on. Now, most of these real estate sectors are fine, except for two. Can you guess what they are? I'll give you a hint. What types of assets used to house or service a lot of people every single day that after the pandemic, it shifted in a very big way? Well, if you guessed office and retail real estate, you are correct. Particularly, office is the one struggling in a very big way. With online shopping eroding in-store buying and companies changing the way consumers purchase goods, and work from home, reducing the need for office space, the demand for these types of commercial assets have changed in a really big way, leaving the investors who invested in these assets and the banks who lent money on these assets in a very risky position. Just how dire? Well, let's take a look. Of the $11.1 trillion invested in commercial real estate since the year 2000, according to the BEA, 
about 12% of that was in offices and 4% of that was in retail malls. That totals about $1.8 trillion and about $270 billion in commercial real estate loans held by banks is going to be coming due to get paid off in 2023, according to a study by TREP. Now, roughly $80 billion, nearly a third of that, are on office properties. And reports also show nearly $1.5 trillion in debt is coming due by the end of 2025 with another $550 billion coming due in the sector in 2027. And since demand has fallen off a cliff for office buildings, vacancies continue to rise, lending plummeted because many are concerned about the long-term stability of this as an asset class. The values have drastically dropped with over 50% of office properties across the U.S. currently sitting vacant. So how much have these values actually dropped and how does this tie into impacting commercial real estate? Well, office building appraisal values were down 25% in February compared to a year ago. And signs of stress are really starting to pick up. We got delinquencies on office buildings, their mortgages moving up from 2.4% in February from 1.5% six months ago. And defaults are starting to appear as well. You have multinational real estate giants like Brookfield, who last month defaulted on over $750 million in debt tied to two office buildings in downtown Los Angeles. You got PIMCO's Columbia Property Trust office REIT. They just defaulted on $1.7 billion in debt tied to seven building portfolios. The head of RXR, another large New York office landlord, they just told the Financial Times last month it was preparing to stop debt payments on some properties as they look to renegotiate. And here's what most people don't understand. The value of commercial property produces anywhere from 20 to 40% of tax revenues for states and localities. And if those revenues fall, what do you think happens as a result? Governments will have to cut services. They're going to raise taxes or both, making cities in certain states less and less attractive to live in to make up for those losses. And here's another big thing to note. Smaller local and regional banks are big lenders to real estate developers and investors, which puts them in certain sectors of our financial system risk if office and retail property defaults begin to spike. Goldman Sachs analysts estimated that banks hold roughly half of the $5.6 trillion in commercial property mortgages outstanding with the overwhelming majority of that, this is the key point right here, half of that held at small banks. Many of those same regional banks have been under pressure too, right? Since Silicon Valley Bank failed and with many depositors migrating to larger institutional banks that they maybe feel a little bit safer at, they'll have less capacity to refinance all of those loans on office properties, on retail properties that are coming due between 2023 and 2027, which additionally adds more and more pressure and stress to that particular sector of commercial real estate. And with commercial real estate, property loans typically need to be refinanced every five or seven years, depending on the way they bought and set up that investment. And failure to refinance or pay off the loan can result in a default or foreclosure, which can be just the type of domino that leads for a much larger fallout. Because when that happens, the debt gets renegotiated. The lender often is going to take losses. As a result, they're going to take back the property. And if defaults pile up and they pile up fast, it could worsen the pressure on office 
and retail building values very, very quickly. And that'll just make banks leerier of making office loans, which again, just perpetuates the ripple effect and domino effect that could make defaults and bank losses even worse. And here's where it goes beyond Wall Street and begins to impact Main Street, pension funds. Pension funds have sunk billions into real estate in recent years. The top 200 institutional managers owned about a half trillion worth of real estate in 2022, according to trade publication, pension and investments. How those real estate portfolios of buildings are doing will then affect, in the end, returns which these pension funds are getting, which as a result can also have households, mainly retirees, who are dependent on these pension funds to live. And if there's a significant downturn in the commercial real estate market driven by factors such as remote work, rising vacancies, high inflation, interest rates, you're starting to see the picture, right? Falling property values, this perfect storm could lead to a prolonged economic downturn with widespread defaults, bankruptcies, bank failures, job losses, which in turn is just going to reduce consumer spending, slower business growth, further declines in property values, and so on and so on. So the trillion dollar question is this, could the mounting distress and increased risk of defaults and delinquencies cause banks and financial institutions to fail, similar to what happened during the great financial crisis? Well, the simple answer is yes. Regional, regional and community banks account for an estimated 80% of commercial real estate lending. And if they start failing and banks start falling, this would have really severe consequences for the global economy as a whole and could trigger a domino effect across other industries outside of just real estate. So in the worst case scenario, governments may need to step in to stabilize the commercial real estate market, providing bailouts or financial assistance to prevent even wider spread collapse, which could lead to increased public debt, higher taxes, potential inflation, all things that they do not want to happen. But at the same time, that's just another way that the government gets more and more involved in private sectors, which we do not want. With all that said, the likelihood of this happening at these extremes is very slim. The beauty with real estate is that it moves much slower than all other investment vehicles. So we really have the ability to plan and adjust accordingly to get in front of a lot of these things and avoid these types of situations. However, the writing is on the wall and there will be some major opportunities for savvy investors to take advantage of. My prediction is this. I believe there will be some major distress in the commercial estate market. I do believe that there actually will probably be some bank failures as a result, but nothing that is going to be catastrophic. I think we'll see accelerated adoption of flexible workspaces, a rise of mixed-use developments, and probably the repurposing of many commercial spaces that are just no longer getting use in the capacity that they were initially intended for. You know, as traditional office you know, spaces lose their appeal, businesses are going to turn to flexible workspaces or co-working solutions that offer shorter-term leases or maybe more adaptable arrangements. I also think developers will pivot more towards mixed-use developments that combine residential, commercial, and recreational spaces like this to better hedge their investments to kind of mitigate that risk and ultimately fill a need in the marketplace for some cool, some vibrant, some newly integrated communities, which will reshape how urban and suburban living looks. And last, with all the existing office and retail product that's already out there not in use anymore, I think those vacant properties will be repurposed for alternative uses, such as e-commerce fulfillment centers, 
data centers or residential conversions, which we all know are massively undersupplied at the moment and could really drive some much needed innovation in the real estate industry as developers and landlords explore new ways to maximize property values and income. Now, time will tell, but what we do know is that there are already signs of significant distress building with more behind it. And as a result, there's going to be some amazing opportunities to buy properties at a deep discount in this space. And depending on how the market shakes out over the next year to two years, it could get a whole lot worse. And the opportunities for investors to pick up some properties for pennies on the dollar is not an unrealistic thought. Will this lead to a trillion dollar meltdown? My answer is no, but there will be some great investment opportunities for investors, almost better depending on where you fall with the 2008 financial crisis and how that tied into single family real estate and commercial real estate. I think we may see some of that, those types of opportunities again in commercial real estate. So for those of you who have strong broker relationships, strong banking relationships, and strong operational track records, I think they're going to kill it. And those opportunities are going to be out there. If you don't have that yet, this is a great time. There is still time to start digging the well before you want to scoop the water and getting better relationships with your brokers, with bankers, with operators. And that's a good way to position yourself to take advantage of what is coming ahead. So what do you think? Is commercial real estate, specifically office and retail, going to weather this storm with a soft landing? Or is it going to get a lot bumpier and lead to more defaults and foreclosures? Drop me your thoughts in the comment section below. Don't forget to check out all the links and resources that we got available for you on the website. Like this video, and if you found it useful, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss another video on all things real estate investing and personal finance. Until next time, thanks for watching. I'm out.